Hey, this is Sean from the Wasted Knowledge Podcast. You're listening to Episode 2, Part 2, with Ian the Beery Traveler. Uh, we're going to talk to you a little bit about uh, uh, stories of brewers, uh, Dry County, uh, how they distill his first beer, uh, beers for everyone. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the, uh, the Olympics, uh, favorite drinking memories, of course, Malort, and a little... Extra recording for when the camera goes off because we were live streaming that episode when we recorded it. So we hope you enjoy it, and uh, we'll catch you on the other um, side. Cheers. So, so okay, so we talked about kind of where you've gone, talking to the brewers. Is there Are there any other, like, brewer's stories that kind of stand out to you? You talked about the really young guy um, from Reformation, but, like, is there... Stories that have been told by brewers or... Um, well, yeah, either meeting or them just, or you're like, oh, my God, this dude's the coolest guy on the planet. Yeah. Or, um, wow, are you still in business? <laughs> yeah, I've seen some of that where it's like, whoa, what are you doing over here? But, uh, you know, some of them are cool. Like, I thought one of the cool ones were, um, like, uh, Dry County in Kennesaw. Mm -hmm. So that, this guy brews and distills. So you can buy a bottle of his spirits. But he doesn't just make like a bottle of bourbon or something like that. He's he's more about creating cocktails and then selling them that way. So he does um, a vodka cocktail in a can, and it's really really like we were considering probably going to put this one on the River Bar this summer. And basically, it's a blueberry lemonade vodka. It comes in a can, and it got instructions basically you open it up pour it it's not carbonated it's real distilled vodka mm -hmm. that he adds blueberry natural blueberry natural lemon and you pour it in a can over pour it over ice and glass and drink it it's like that's got river bar all over it so that i thought was a really great idea not a lot of people do that not a lot of breweries do that i know the seltzer thing is kind of taken off right right so I mean, people like that uh, yeah, but that's a, that's a weird one. That could go away pretty quickly as much as it came. But I feel like it's got a cycle. It was it was Zima, and then it was smeared off ice, and now it's Natty White Claw. Seltzer. Yeah. Natty Light Seltzer. It's terrible. <laughs> I tried it just because it's awful. It's seltzer water that's flavored and spiked. Yeah, it's a vodka soda. Yeah. So, but this one is, I thought this was neat. It's a lot different. It's got some sweetness to it, but it goes away kind of as... It melts over ice. Hmm. So is the um, so the the base is a is a distilled spirit in the can. Yes. Though, right? mm -hmm. Okay. What's it called? You know. Uh, Dry County. It just says is vodka. It's just called. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wish I would have brought a can with. I've got actually one at home. We'll talk about it tomorrow. I do have a canned cocktail in there. I've got a canned old fashioned. Oh yeah. Just in case. Well, that's one that he does too. Is an old fashioned, but he sells that as like a bottle. Mm -hmm. Like you can buy his bottle of his old fashioned. Which is the classical cocktail that is very easy to make that we're going to talk about tomorrow. Right. I mean, you save it. I've talked about it on on the podcast at some point. The old fashioned. Such an easy cocktail. Such a classic. People get confused that it's. They think it's an overcomplicated thing, and it's not. It's it's basically you muddle some fruit, you add some sugar to it, and you pour your bourbon over the top of it. Oh, but. Someone's got to yell at you about, oh, well, technically it's not a fruit, it's an expressed orange. And you don't muddle it at all, and you forget about your bitters. If and you'd like me to express that orange, I can. Right? This is, 
It's gotten subtly romantic. Yes, it has. I know, I, that was a very good bedroom eyes in your voice. Yes. That was fantastic. I'm. How would you like that orange expressed? <laughs> All over my body. <laughs> 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 Let me express this right. orange. We're going to get a really vastly different audience than I anticipated. <laughs> Between the mustache and the innuendos. Mm. Actually, if you want to try the cocktail, I, I really liked it. Um, I've had it before. And I've, I've tried a few of the things. They're, some are better than others, some serviceable. There should be like a little black can oh. in there. This one right here. That is tiny. Yeah. All right. I mean, because that is... That is just an old-fashioned in a can. It's like an old-fashioned for kids. Right. Oh, man, I would love it if they came with those like little extendy straws. Yeah. And just kind of stick it in there. Nice. Yeah, orange zest and mirror syrup. Who makes this? Post Meridian. Okay. And so the, the last time I, I is really... Is that kind of like uh, Post Malone? Right. I dig Post Malone. I, I, I believe this is actually, since you haven't had it yet, it's pre-Malone. Okay. That's dumb. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, apologies. You went for the dad joke and you I, went really I, I past did, that. Because, yeah. So the last time I had these in any quantity, um, we were floating down a river. Yeah. And, um, and you were wearing a Speedo. I was going to neglect to mention that part. <laughs> but it was a yellow, it was a literally a yellow banana hammock. It was a gold lame pair of trunks. <laughs> we're very reminiscent of Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I didn't. Um, I never looked at myself in the mirror, and I don't remember the last part of it. So someone showed me a photo like a week later, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, you did the cliff jump in that." That hurt. That hurt so bad. <laughs> I landed very incorrectly and swam over to the boat and then cried. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's got some some fire to it. Mm-hmm. Where's that can at? So that's like 74 proof, like in the can. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 74 proof would be? Uh, that would be 35, 36. Seven. 30, is that 37? 37% okay, yeah. alcohol. So, yeah, it's a good, good bit, good cut for something out of a can, although it is a tiny can. Well, yeah, I mean, you'd pour that over ice, and you have yeah. a rather large old-fashioned. Yeah, you would. But, yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's got some cinnamon almost on it, the taste. Yeah, I think that's probably whatever bitters they, they, probably. they decided to use. Blend of three bitters, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Denver, a little Paramara Sherp. I'm guessing one of them is maybe like a cherry bitters. Oh, that's why they... Um, they We're going to make ours to tomorrow. The old-fashioned way. That's how you use your puns. <laughs> you know. You know. Fine. Fine. That's that's that was well played, actually. Not really not mad at that. Uh, so, so I know we we we. Uh, I don't know. I got lost in thought for a second. So we were talking, talking a little bit. Uh, we're talking a lot of it about your uh, your upcoming vlogcast, um, mm -hmm. your things that you're doing. What was your first beer? God. Yeah. 
I was qu quite underage, probably. Perfect. I was probably up to 12, 13. I can't remember. Whatever my dad drank. Let's back say then. your first whole beer, not like sip. A whole beer. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to be like I tried See, my that's dad's the thing beer. Is, you know, I didn't really like beer until I was really in my 30s. I didn't drink beer much at all, and then. I think the first beer that kind of really hooked me in and got me drinking beer more mm -hmm. is probably Sweetwater 420. And then when okay. they came out with the the Lowrider, the Sweetwater Lowrider, do you remember that one? No. It was a rye IPA <laughs> that they made, and it was great. And we had it on tap at the restaurant I worked at at the time. And that's where I met the guy from Sweetwater, because he mm. would come in and be, he, he would told me, and we were not we were out of a strip mall restaurant he told me that i was selling more of that beer on draft than anybody else in the state of georgia <laughs> wow so and i just i would talk about it all the time and be like this stuff is great like i would drink it all the time when i get off work i'd be like here we go <laughs> let me have some of this nice but the the low rider was definitely one that kind of got me drinking beer and going on it you know, back you go to the parties and drink the Miller Lite and the, right. the Natty Lights and stuff like that. And that stuff, I really, that stuff has to be cold for me to drink it. And Ooh, I just... Cold and usually yeah, someone has to be I like, hey, have one with me. Yeah. Right, fine. Yeah. And I'm not, it's not bad beer. It's good beer. but And it's beer that you can drink a lot of. But when I drink beer, I'm looking for, to pick things out of it. And I want to, mm. you know... I want to be like, oh, this beer tastes like this. Kind of like how people whine. Like, my wife, hopefully she never sees this and will get me, but she's hard. She'll drink the, the sweet <laughs> stuff, and I'll give her a glass of wine or a beer. She, uh, she's a very good sport. She'll taste it, but as soon as she tastes it, she curls up her nose and, I can't believe you made me drink that. <laughs> so, so does she drink... Um and so you say sweet stuff, so like Rieslings. She'll drink that roses, vodka one that I get that I talked about. One. Yeah. So that's what breweries are trying to do right now. That's what that's what I've I've noticed that they're trying to do is get something for everybody. Mm. So the sours, for example, it's an old style of beer, but it's something different. It's not beer tasting beer. Right. You know, you can put a sour. You can put a fruit flavor on that, and that's what you're tasting. Mm. You know, you know, I hadn't thought about it for a while, but there's a um, there was a uh, brew pub uh, by Arizona State, like my freshman year. That uh -huh. was still, it shut down right after my freshman year, but it had been there forever. Like mm -hmm. My parents used to go there when they went to Arizona State, and uh, they, among other things, brewed root beer. Okay, that's regular, a, yeah, regular mm -hmm. root beer, and that was part of their their thing. It was like, look, it's really good, mm -hmm. and you can bring the whole family. Because the like now you have like we have we have a we have like a nice easy drinking beer for your, you know for the people that like that whether or not we're not gonna I won't genderize it but you know we got a sweet we got a sweeter mellow beer we've got non-alcoholic we've got stouts we've got IPAs we got whatever you want bring everyone mm -hmm. and I used to hang out there when I was underage partly because people would buy me shots of, of Cuddy Sark yeah. And there was no carding because there was like one on a he's he's also drinking like the Olympics beer. in Atlanta yeah. <laughs> I was running the streets of Atlanta during the Olympics at 18 years old. None of those vendors were carding. <laughs> Bring the Olympics back to Atlanta. I Probably will never happen. 
Well, that, that's one thing, and this is it's off topic, but I that's fine. Uh, we're we're at that point. Is that so much infrastructure is built to even host the Olympics? Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a it's not a crime, but it's a huge shame to to not use those more than once. Yeah. It, it did. Well, they did some of that, like Turner Field. They used that for twenty years until the promises they made to the Braves right. weren't met, <laughs> and the Braves said, "You know what? We're moving to Cobb County." <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. No, <laughs> I mean I could, but why? Yeah. So now what do they have? They have restaurants around their stadium. They have bars around their stadium. They have another music venue right there next to their stadium. Good one too. Yeah, and it's. Guess what they had at Turner Field? They had like some beat down liquor store and a Taco Bell across the street, and that is about it. Hey, I, I appreciate the Taco Bell try. <laughs> they try, all right? There. And I think it was like a Taco Bell KFC combined. Oh yeah. So maybe they were uh, going a little better than we thought. A little like uh, who used to do that? Was that A and W and Dairy Queen or A and W? Damn it, White Castle wasn't it? A and W and White Castle. I can't remember who they combined with. I thought it was a hot dog thing. You're right. It is. I don't Nathan's? Know. No. No. Either way, one of those weird, weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well, it's a Pepsi thing. Hybrid of. Oh. Pepsi owns all that. So That's right. So like, we can do whatever the fuck we want. We're Pepsi. Right. Except in the southeast. <laughs> Shut up, Pepsi. You're not Disney. Yeah. <laughs> I think you are. <laughs> yeah. You like the Rudy of sodas. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want, Pepsi? <laughs> Actually, what I really like, especially down here in the South, is like, uh, is if, if I'm just talking to anyone and I say, like, Fago. Yeah. Like, what the hell did you just say? Like, Fago. Fago Red? And they're like, do you like Insane Clown Posse? Right. Are you ICP? Are you a- <laughs> Well, that was Are like, you a Juggalo? That was the shit, like, up in, up in, uh, up in Michigan. Like, yeah. That's, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I've known some of those those guys that go to those shows. And apparently, at, after an ICP show, at the end of the show, they get the Fago out and they shake them up and they spray the crowd with them. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, that was that was a joke that definitely did not land the other night when uh, when the restaurant was still open because mm-hmm. well, we weren't quarantined. Was uh, a bottle of champagne fell out of the fridge and it had like a spring stopper on it uh-huh. and it started spraying. And it was, it was spraying hard. Like, my feet were soaked. It hit, uh, I can't remember who I was working with, but it hit them, too. And there was, like, eight or nine guests still at the bar. And they're kind of, like, looking, going, what happened? Why? What's spraying Ghost. from down there? So I just picked up a bottle of champagne and went, we won the race! <laughs> and uh, no one got it. I think one guy giggled a little bit because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that, was, that was a bad But I was, you know what? <laughs> I was pretty excited, plus I got some champagne out of it. Yeah. So I think... Uh, got to feel like a winner. I, it's rare, but yeah. I, I appreciate the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so there's... I think I've hit like a lot of things I'd like to talk about, but um, do you have a, a favorite drinking either memory... Or, or rationalization, realization, like that you were drinking. So you just kind of like talking about the first time you had a beer that tasted like goodness, yeah. like not shit. Yeah. Um, so, so outside of that, but like one of those moments where you were drinking, yeah, yeah, I'm in the right place, and this is a good thing. Oh, 
like those experiences, like when the food matches and the, the whole matches environment. And even if it's just a, a happy moment with a sunset yeah. or, you know, and I hate to give Carlos this much credit, but like when we went to Flowers, like we got, we got our trip to California this mm -hmm. last, we got won the contest and got flown out to California. They gave us a rental car. And they were so cool about it too because we were like, because Tropidelic, my favorite, one of my favorite bands, mm -hmm. you know, and they were playing like the night after, or the night that we were supposed to leave. And so we asked them, was like, is there any way that we could move the ticket and come out the day before? And we'll pay the extra day on the rental car and we'll get our own hotel and everything like that. But can you just move the ticket one extra day back? Like, oh, yeah, would you rather fly out of the Sacramento? Because, which they were going to fly us in and out of Sa San Francisco. Right. And Tropidelic was playing actually in Sacramento. And we're like, yeah, if that's if that's possible. And they're like, yeah, we can do that. And so <laughs> totally set it up, gave us the car, and then paid for the rental car the whole way. So those wine people are pretty cool. Right. They, they do us right. So we went to Flowers and we went to Quintessa. Yeah. So, going to the Flowers, we went there. It was their brand new facility. They just started doing tastings like just a couple weeks before we got there. And as soon as we were done, like, and, and even go back, sorry, to this, like, we got on the plane like 8 o'clock in the morning, me and Carlos, like, flew out to California. Carlos also works with us yes, at the restaurant. Yes. Sorry. He's Columbia. And you know what? <laughs> he is Columbia. Columbia. And. If you know the show, That 70s Show, he is Fez. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> he is, a he is Fez. He is a secret stallion. <laughs> Not so a secret. A say good day. Yeah. <laughs> a say good day. <laughs> anyway, Carlos and I, we, so we were up early. My wife dropped us off at the airport. Um, like, whenever I fly, I have to have a drink. I can't get on a plane and not have a, mm -hmm. a get a buzz going. Alvin would know another guy we want went to California with knew that I showed up at the airport with a two liter bottle of mimosa like we're getting it started so we're drinking we, we get to the bar and we're starting to drink old fashions like at nine o'clock in the morning and so we get on the plane and we get out to California and we get our rental car we're sober at this point we didn't drink on the plane it's just got to get it to get out there. Okay. So we get out there, we get the rental car, we're driving, and so we got it. So we have an appointment at Flowers. Like as soon as we get off the plane, we got to drive to Sonoma County, which is like an hour and a half, two hour drive from the airport. So we get out there and we do our tasting and we're hanging out there. We finish, and the sun's coming down. Like it's going to set in like an hour. So we're like, Let's drive to the coast. Let's get let's let's make it all the way to the coast before the sunset. You know, finish the day. So we drive. We're driving along the Russian River, like all the way down. Nice. Yeah. And we cross over and we get to this mountain. I forget what the name of the shore was. It was it's like Sunset Coast or something like that. It was called. And we're running up the top of this like hill to get out where you see this whole, the ocean is all right in front of you and it's like just in time where the sun's just starting to come down over the, it's like, that was one of those moments where we're like, like we were playing Stick Figure's new album, if you don't know Stick Figure, they are awesome. 
but uh, and like it's like almost like a soundtrack for the trip because you know just driving down that little there's little bungalows and little cabins and people have all along the road down there and it's just a little dark windy road and you get to the ocean and it's like this is neat cool and it's all about wine and beer and what brought me out there to do this you know wouldn't have been there if it wasn't for working at canoe and learning all these things and being able to talk to people about that if I didn't know how to do that I right. wouldn't have wineries wanting me to to fly me from across the country to see them you know <laughs> right. so and then the next morning we got up and went to quintessa drove through napa got to talk to like the vp of quintessa who you know he's tells us when it, he's like whenever we get the servers out here i like to personally take them myself drove us around on this like cool like ATV kind of thing like around the vineyard we went to this little tasting spot and he's showing us this lake and this ridge where the wine and talking about it and it's like nice. and then right after that we went up to northern Napa and went like on a six mile hike <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's like and it didn't have to be about you know there has to be wine there there has to be this but we went and experienced it walked through the fields went drove through like that whole sorry i like to call napa the las vegas of wine country because you they have this basically their strip that goes down and you see this famous winery and this famous winery all they're as you're all right going there. yeah they're all like as you get closer to napa but we were up in the northern part there so it's a little bit sleepy like sonoma is but mm -hmm. you know those are kind of those those experience to me have been some of the best drinking experience very nice that's the most elaborate answer i've ever had <laughs> nice hope i took up some time there for you oh come <laughs> on oh we're, yeah, we're, we're getting there we're getting there that's good uh i mean it, it's i mean I, I like as i said like i like to do an hour if it's more yeah. fine if it's less i'm not i'm not totally scared um it's more really just basically the same thing for you and why why you go to breweries and why you go and interview those people and talk to those people mm -hmm. I'd like to know why I like to hear about it I, I think yeah. it's I think it's I, I think it's interesting yeah. and I think the, the, the reason that, that you go you decide to go out on those trips and like I try to bring people like and I go to bars and I go to where people are and, and record and whatnot but um, you know, for me it's it's those those happenstance conversations that you have for you it's pursuing and going to talk to those people and going mm -hmm. look you're, you're here and you're doing something i really like tell I me more to talk to you about yeah. it yeah <laughs> which is awesome like mm -hmm. that, that's 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 perfect and um i i also like knowing why you do that <laughs> um so let's see i'm trying to think if there's anything pertinent that i usually ask and i usually have a list in front of me and i've forgotten it the last two episodes i've recorded so oh, yeah i'm not not too worried about it but you need um, like a checklist or like a so cue card lady the uh, with the a bikini top that right. like well it's off camera so that that like yeah. it's like a round six right. but it's like your cue card oh gotcha 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 here's your next subject next things. subject <laughs> 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 segue uh, to this singing billy madison that is correct Please uh, don't take off your shirt. <laughs> For the love of God! <laughs> uh, well, I feel like... Um, oh no, I left the whiskey in the other room. 
Malort it is. Uh, so just, uh, it's not going to be a mix match, Malort. Yeah. It's going to be a Malort, Malort, Malort. Oof. <sighs> yeah, I dabble in the bitters making as well. So uh, so this is not the one that I make at Canoe. This, yeah. is, uh, this is the original. Oh, the, uh, this is something you buy. This is, yeah. I mean, I, I've never bought it. That's just given to me. No. Um, so, so Jepson's Malort was the one that came over to the U.S., started making it in Chicago, got bought out a few years ago, moved down to Florida, and still really only sells in Chicago. And um, it is, no, it is essentially the same process as you would a bitter. So you use a bitter herb, yeah. uh, wormwood, neutral spirits, vodka, and you just let it sit for about two weeks. Now, if you know about wormwood, it's also what they use to make absinthe. Right. Wormwood, its scientific name is absinthium. Yeah. Which is, so that's where absinthe gets its name. And uh, it is... I've had like, some fun nights with absinthe before. Um, it's one of those drink... There's one of those that you usually don't remember so much. Right. Like, and I've got one of those dispensers with the four <sighs> nozzles and yeah. that. Those things are just cool. Yeah, and I've like, tried and I've tried the both, the both. there's two rituals or whatever that you do it. You mm -hmm. do, there's the French, mm -hmm. and then there's the Czech. So the French is where you strain it through the sugar cube, but you use cold water to strain over it as well, mm -hmm. stir it, and drink it. The Czech way is where you light the sugar cube on fire. Right. And like, drop it in. I was saying, one of them involves lighting something on fire. I don't remember. Yeah, you let the, the absinthe strain through the sugar cube, mm -hmm. so it basically fills with that. Light it on fire, and when it completely kind of dissolves, you drop the spoon in and you stir it up, and then. You, I feel like that would be, taste better just because it would caramelize a bit. Now it's, yeah. Right. But see now, and the ways they used to do it is they would lace those sugar cubes with laudanum. That's where they would call the chasing the dragon, right. and they would you have like the what's the movie from hell? It's oh the, yeah, where uh, what's his? He's famous. He's been in the restaurant. Uh, Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, was yeah, the detective, yeah. and it was, it was Sherlock Holmes actually, I think, and he was the mm -hmm. attic, and he was absinthe, and that's what that was in that what he was always on. And that's what he would do. He would lace it with laudanum, and that would give you that opiate kind of experience. Right. Get you fucked up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's normally like 120 plus proof. Yeah. So it'll, it'll yeah, it'll get you. Uh, so normally we we would shout out makes match malort, but since it's just malort. Um, God, this is gonna be terrible. Malort, 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 malort. Cheers. God. It is gonna it is gonna be terrible. <sighs> At least I got some of this old fashioned left. That's actually not that bad. No, you know, you get used to it over a while. Um, it's still pretty bitter. When you're as bitter as somebody like me, you can stand that shit. <laughs> I'm a server and I have a four-year-old. And I'm nat naturally hateful. Right. <laughs> and I've got a job right now. So I don't, I don't want to tell you what to eat. Mm, but you can snack on it. Yeah. I'm going to need a Corona. That's, um... You go for it. It's a Corona light, too. So. Is it? Oh, it is. It, well, they, so they were all right next to each other, and they're all the same price, because um, no one really wants to buy Corona right now. Ugh. Yeah, I know. 
They, they've wow. lost like 38% of their business or I, something. That I was two weeks ago. I forgot how skunky Corona is. Yeah, that's why you need the limes. That's why I always put a lime in the Corona. And I'm not a fruit the beer kind of guy, but Corona tastes better with a lime. Especially, it's got to be cold. It's got to be outside for that's me to drink that. It's still pretty cold, but... It's going to be skunky. Oh, it's super skunky. I mean, you yeah. think Heineken's skunky. This is... And... Yeah, that's, that's why I get the long too much necks. head. <laughs> Please don't take the whole thing down. <laughs> I would never do that on camera. <laughs> um, yeah, wow, it really does need a lime. That's yeah. That's. I hate to say something mean, but... We'll say this, and I'm not going to bash on your old-fashioned, but I mm -hmm. hope mine is better than this one. I'm sure yours will be. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's, it's it is pre-made. It's a good like canned if, cocktail. Like have you ever had anybody who's had old-fashioned on tap before? No. I've been to a few of those places that have had old-fashioned on tap. And it's like, it, it tastes like this. It kind of does. It's just mm, not... Okay. I mean, it's not... It's... it's Convenient. It's easy. I'll, say, it's what not, it, and I'll mean, say what I say about this is it tastes packaged. Okay. It tastes yeah. like it's not fresh. It's taste, you know. Yeah. I mean, it it gets you drunk. Yeah. It gets you fucked up. It'll you know do whatever it is. But yeah, to no, me, when, like, you, when you muddle an orange in front of someone, you can mm -hmm. taste it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's you get that orange and that fresh yeah, sugar. That has like some sort of essential orange oil in it, which is nice. Yeah. But it's not the same. Oh, are we? We're ended. Your live video ended. Oh, that's fine. That was. We're all done. Wow, that was like right at one one hour. That's still recording. I didn't realize it did that. It probably stopped you after an hour. Share a two story. Yeah. We had three viewers. All right. Nice. Well, now we're just all audio. So um. So I can whip my dick out. Well, maybe not. Right. Huh? <laughs> oh, you're like, you're like, no. <laughs> Shit. The Shit, angry guys. light switch is not making an appearance. I, I, just, I, just <laughs> <laughs> I just realized being in a soundproof booth was a bad idea. <laughs> Scream all you want and no one's going to hear you. Right. That's the dream, <clears throat> right? Yeah. I, I tell you what, I um, when I was in college and I was first studying audio design, we had a back of the theater, which is like normally where your lighting guy and your sound guy are, there's a booth or a cabin or something where they're sitting. So we had a little staircase, went to a room where the lighting guy would sit, and it was fairly quiet, and there's like a solid door with like this kind of like soundproof padding, and like that's where the mixing board was, my audio setup, all my recording stuff. Uh -huh. Close that door, and you were locked in. If you wanted to, you could open the windows, so you could hear what was going on in the house. Otherwise, you shut it, and you can just mix from there and play all your cues and do whatever you needed. It was a, a like it was solitary, mm -hmm. for sure. And I didn't, I had no concept of first of all having any kind of game. Yeah. As a as a as a person that might want to get intercourse at some point, uh, or or the space I had available to me. And I remember more than one like young girl who was like actress on stage or whatever like studying acting like can I not see the room like actually I'm not supposed to let you in there I'm sorry like not even like 
crossing my mind that this is what she's after. Oh. You might you, get something in there. Right. Yeah, never cry. It, it, it was like a year after I graduated, and I was like, wait a minute. I could have had sex in the sound booth. See, I was good at that at high school. And for some reason, I kind of floated off my game in the 20s. Mm. Got it back a little bit in my 30s. But high school, I was preacher's daughters. <laughs> I got so many preacher's daughters. <laughs> Lost my virginity to a preacher's daughter. I, I, and, she, and she didn't, right? She was not. Yeah, nice. She was not. Nice. Like, she was, like, kind of, it almost seemed like she was disappointed in me. Oh. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're enjoying it. Obviously, you, st- you are if you're still uh, hearing this. Please uh, give us a like on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Apple Podcasts, or whatever service you subscribe to, because we're on all of them. We have a Patreon, Wasted Knowledge Podcast, on Patreon. Uh, if you'd like to support us, we'd really appreciate it. It'll give us more drinks and let us make more episodes. Uh, thank you so much. Of course, as always, drink responsibly and get a safe ride home. Cheers.